Welcome to Destination Lavender, a podcast all about healing and self-discovery after getting sober. My name is Kiana. In each episode, I'll be sharing my personal adventures, tips, triumphs, and lessons that have helped me to better navigate and thrive in sobriety. Today is Destination Lavender's 51st episode called Sober Reflections, Three-Year Anniversary. Let's get into it. Okay, so this is a celebration episode. This is um, my three-year anniversary of being sober. Uh, This is my first time being sober for three years, and it's very exciting. So come along on uh, the journey of me having a little bit of reflection time about some of the things that I have learned in my first three years of being sober. So the first thing is that I have come to find, (laughs) I mean, it was introduced to me this way. And the longer I'm sober, the more I realize that it is still true after three years of being sober. And it probably will always be true. It's probably a principle that I should hold on to in order to continue to honor my sobriety. And that is sobriety equaling surrender. Um, not just to a new way of life and basically giving up drugs and alcohol, but surrendering my ego, surrendering a lot of the plans that I have had and essentially being open to reevaluating any and every aspect of my life going forward in sobriety. Um, for me, um, and I've done, I've done an episode about, you know, like what happens after you get sober, like then the real work begins (laughs) of working on your emotional sobriety. And I've definitely shared, um, pretty extensively about that, but, um, it's just, it's just true. You know, when I get sober, I realize all the things that I was running from and hiding from and, Um, even in more long-term sobriety, I still find myself doing things where I'm just like, man, I'm still complaining. I'm still a complainer. (laughs) All the gifts and all the blessings that I have, and I still find room to complain. It's annoying. I really, (laughs) I really don't want to want to do that. And I know I also am somebody who is really big on how important it is to share your feelings and be honest about your feelings and to sit with them and to hold space for them and, and all of that. But I, I also want to be someone whose default reaction to life, not going my way, um, is to complain about it or to immediately latch on to the negative aspect of a situation or to immediately like find problems instead of looking for solutions. Like I want to I want to do better there and it's, it's something that I have to revisit every day as a principle, surrendering emotionally, (laughs) surrendering, um, the idea that I always have the right answer and that I always know what needs to happen next. Um, so 
that's one thing. That's the first thing is that sobriety equals surrender, but not just the surrendering of drugs and alcohol and giving that up, but surrendering my entire life um, and, and being willing to overhaul everything that I thought was good for me um, and being willing to replace it with something that's possibly better and more healthy for me. Um, the second thing is that when I gave up drugs and alcohol, God sent me the substitutes I needed, not the substitutes or not the, not the methods rather that enabled me, um, and that I very much craved. (laughs) Um, I gave up drugs and alcohol and God sent me CBD. God sent me non-alcoholic beverages. God sent me mocktails. God sent me, um, the luxury that is now to me, that, uh, sparkling water now is to me. Um, God sent me community, um, people from various walks of life, various, nationalities, various ages, various life experience, people in AA, people outside of AA, queer people, straight people, um, just cool, you know, like, um, God also sent me supportive friends and loved ones who do drink and do smoke, um, but actually support me and, and really try to, foster a safe environment for me when we hang out and friends who although they do drink alcohol they'll go out and they'll have kombucha with me instead you know like really cool really cool stuff so um if you are curious about giving up drugs giving up alcohol or decreasing the amount that you do drink or that you do smoke um just know that your life won't end and, and know that whatever you give up, you get a bunch of really beautiful healing things in return. And another thing, another gift that I got of sobriety, um, and you know, there's lots of gifts actually (laughs) of sobriety. There's a lot, there's probably more than I can name or think of in this moment or in this episode, but, um, just being present is one of the gifts that I got. And I'm somebody with ADHD who has a very hard time focusing as it is, but being sober really helped me to focus more on the present moment. Um, it really helped me to get in touch with myself more. Um, and it helped me to stop numbing, um, my pain and suffering and, yeah, more on that later because I have I have some other thoughts about the truths that come to light in sobriety, um, but that's number two. When you when you give up drugs and alcohol, God sends you the substitutes you need, not the not the things that you crave and the things that will keep you stuck and will keep you bound and will keep you trapped, but the things that are actually some of the benefits of, of crossing the threshold from active addiction into sobriety. Like if you are courageous enough to step out of your old life into your new life, there are gifts waiting for you. There are experiences waiting for you that will make sobriety worthwhile, will make it easier, will make it 
more smooth, make it better, and just will, I think, give you overall like a, a better quality of life than active addiction could ever hope to offer you. Um, so that's number two. Number three, kind of number two in, in a way kind of flows into this one. Um, I noticed that my world has so much more room to flourish in sobriety that it couldn't possibly have flourished in active addiction. Um, one thing is creativity. I've mentioned this before, but it, it really is true. Like I thought that I was creative when I was high until I listened back when I was sober to some song or something I came up with some musical idea that I thought was amazing at the time. And then it turns out that it actually wasn't that great. Um, in sobriety though, I have come up with a lot of creative things. I mean, I've, I've written from such deep, honest places about such painful experiences or things that I was struggling with. I've written about sobriety. I've written about grappling with God. I've, I've written about self-sabotage. I've written about being equipped with the tools that I, you know, need already and that I'm merely holding myself back by staying in my old life. I've written about seeking validation outside of myself and wanting to be seen by other people instead of valuing myself and giving that love and attention to myself. I've written about a lot of things and these are the things that I've written about in sobriety. And even there was periods where I was really struggling in to stay sober, but in the moments when I was sober, I really did, um, like coming out of those hazes of non-sobriety, being sober helped me to create some really, really honest, really healing forms of art. Um, so that's one aspect. Um, it also like paved the way for this podcast, which I've also mentioned before, but it's, it's true. Like this podcast is about healing. It is about self-discovery, but it's about healing and self-discovery after getting sober. And I don't think that, well, one, this podcast wouldn't be about sobriety, so it wouldn't exist if I wasn't sober, but I don't think I would have had the the drive and the the desire and the focus and just like the space to even want to come up with starting a podcast if I wasn't sober like that's not where my mind would be it would be buried you know underneath layers of shit that I needed to face and handle (laughs) um so that's you know a few of the ways that my my world has had room to flourish um the thing that I mentioned earlier about, um, truths that come to light in sobriety, I mean, this is a continuation of that. Like there are emotional closets that are seemingly endless, um, that now have room to breathe and be cleared out if I dare to dig into them after getting sober. I mean, I got honest about my sexuality. I got honest about my physical appearance and challenging beauty standards. I, uh, got honest about, you know, how I was showing up in my professional life, in my personal relationships. Um, and yeah, this podcast again has really afforded me the opportunity to dig into different facets of my 
self-growth and my self-healing and my self-discovery to really see what I have learned and to see what else there is to be learned. And, And I know that life lessons are also pretty endless as well. I mean, thank God. I mean, thank God that, you know, that it's not like we've learned at any point everything there is to learn. I mean, I don't believe that at least. I mean, there's something overwhelming, but also like deeply gratifying that I'll never learn everything there is to learn. Um, because there's no, there's no ceiling because I won't be able to learn it all anyway. So it's like, cool. I have this, this deep, wide, you know, just like vast pool of life experience, um, that's healthy and good that I can actually learn from and adopt into my life and, and become enriched in, and hopefully like a better, wiser, more empathetic, open-minded person because of those experiences. Um, so yeah, I think sobriety helped me face myself and it was so much easier to be in the closet with my sexuality and deny that I was feeling certain things and struggling with certain realities and struggling with certain self-perceptions when I wasn't sober because I was, I was numb to it. Like it would be these nagging things, um, that obviously would come still bubbling over in active addiction, but I didn't mind it as much because I was, I was numb to it. Um, but in sobriety, like it, it really was, um, a struggle, (laughs) you know, in, in sobriety, um, or rather in the moments of sober in between being sober and the next time I would use, it was really hard to, to deal with the things that I had not yet faced. So it was, you know, it was really a a, a gift to, to get and stay sober, which takes me to the next one. Sobriety is a gift. And sometimes that has to be enough. I mean, I, I have mentioned, a lot of alternatives to alcohol and smoking weed. I've mentioned CBD. I've mentioned mocktails and non-alcoholic drinks and non-alcoholic wines and um, community and, you know, all of these different things that really can help to enrich one's life as a sober person. But I don't even want to get too dependent on always having to find a replacement for my old life. I mean, obviously, you want to replace your previous addiction, you want to replace that stuff with something that's healthier. But I just mean in terms of like, always needing to have something else instead, like, sometimes I just want to be at peace with the fact that I don't live the way I used to live. Sometimes I want to be at peace with the fact that my life is new, and I'm alive today. And there's so many more things that are available to me. Um, than there were when I was not sober. Sometimes I just want to rest in the fact that being sober is the gift. Being Having a new lease on life is the gift. And I don't always have to be like, oh, this person's having a drink, so I have to have a sober version of that to feel okay. It's like, do I? It's not bad to have it. It's not bad to want it. But I think another thing that sobriety has given me is like sometimes an annoying sense of self-awareness. Um, and I just, I, I try not to like overly nitpick myself and my habits, but at the same time, I also like sobriety has definitely, and also because I have chosen, 
enough times to face myself and to face my darkness. I now have done it enough times at least where I'm more inclined to face myself than not. So I'm more inclined to question certain behaviors and certain things that I'm doing and certain things that I'm feeling um, than if I wasn't sober. And, And because I am more aware and I question more and I face myself more, I, I, more things are open to being analyzed. And so for me, that really is kind of figuring out like, do I need to do this right now? Or is this just a sober version of an addiction? So that's another thing. Um, and also like when you just are, I mean, this can happen either way, but one of the other things that I noticed that's really nice about being sober is like, not only do you meet other sober people from all walks of life, but even living, even just living your truth and being sober and, and not being ashamed and being proud of it. I'm not saying you have to put it on a banner or a billboard. Um, but I, but I think that you, by living your life, like you'll be led to people who need to know that you exist who need to know that being sober is a possibility, who need to know that you can thrive as a sober person, you can have a fulfilling life, that your life is not over because you're no longer drinking and no longer smoking and no longer getting high or, or, or any of those things. Like, they need to know that, that that you're real, that you exist, and that the life you lead is also possible for them to lead. They need to know what it, they need to see what sobriety can look like. They need to see your joy. So the, the more you dive into your sobriety and, and, and living honestly and staying true to yourself and not let yourself be pressured by how other people think your sobriety should look or people who think that you don't really have a problem and why can't you just moderate, those people don't get it. The more you don't listen to those voices and you stay true to the reality that a life lived sober for yourself is better than the life you had before. If you truly are somebody who struggles with addiction, the more you live in your truth, um, the more people you will meet, even if you meet one person in your whole life who needed to know that being sober is the better way and needed to see you live a joyful life, even in passing as a sober person, that's enough. That's a gift to be a small light in the world for at least one other person who needed to be like saved from their own crippling self-sabotage. So that's number four, that sobriety is the gift. And sometimes that has to be enough. Um, and number five is, you know, I'm about celebrating, you know, I'm about the celebrations, especially for sobriety, because it's so hard to be sober sometimes. And it's like, there's so much shit that I could drink or smoke weed over because life is hard and sometimes life is amazing and I want to drink and smoke weed over the amazingness of life and I have to remember that I can't do it in those moments either and so for surviving through another year of countless ups and downs uncertainties doubts struggling with mental health finances relationships warring with myself um (laughs) countless other like you know, like turbulent human emotions of various highs and lows. And I stayed sober through all that. Oh, you best believe I'm going to celebrate in some kind of way. So, um, for me, um, obviously you can indulge in your favorite, uh, non-alcoholic, um, sober treasures and, and delights. 
Um, food is always a great thing. You know, I've mentioned this before. Try a new recipe, yada, yada, yada. Uh, take yourself out on a date on some kind of excursion. Go on a date with your partner if you're partnered. Um, but my two newer favorite things that I just happen to have done pretty consistently since like 2021 is traveling and getting tatted and you don't have to do them at the same time but yeah and you don't have to travel like super expensively over you know overseas like I just did um (laughs) um you can like go somewhere domestically like go a few states over from where you live like go to an airbnb for a few days or something get a tattoo but get a small one that's going to be cheap and not going to break the bank you know like it doesn't have to be the most lavish thing you can do in the category of traveling and getting tatted but they're my favorite things because it's like I'm seeing another culture I'm experiencing another part of life and I'm also adding new artwork to my body that is a forever reminder at least in my earthly body that I survived another year sober. I made it through. And not only did I survive, but hopefully, right, I also thrived. Hopefully I had a good time sometime of the year, hopefully more often than not. And I spent another year honoring my truth and choosing a way of life that is actually honoring to me. So just to uh, run back through, one, sobriety equals surrender, not just to drugs and alcohol, not just to, not just surrendering drugs and alcohol to have a new way of life sober, but surrendering pretty much every aspect of life, um, uh, of the way that I knew how to do things in my old life. Uh, two is when you give up drugs and alcohol, you will be sent substitutes by God, your higher power, um, and they'll be the substitutes you need, not necessarily the addictions that you're used to craving. Three, your world has so much more room to flourish in in sobriety than it could ever hope to have in active addiction. Four, sobriety is the gift, and sometimes that has to be enough. Five, when it's time to celebrate, though, those milestones... Um, it really is a deep, deep personal favorite of mine to travel and get a new tattoo. So what about you? Are you a sober person listening in? If so, how do you celebrate your sober anniversaries? Like what are some things that you do? Do you do any of the things on this list? Do you reflect in any of the ways that I have listed? Do any of these things come up for you? What are some things that you do that maybe aren't on this list so I can potentially add it to mine? Um, If you are not a sober person, if you're sober curious or um, just interested in what this episode could possibly be about, um, what do you think about it? Um, What are some ideas you might possibly have for how one could celebrate something such as a sober anniversary? All right, y'all, that's all I have for you. I appreciate you listening and hanging in there. Just have to say again how grateful I am to be three years sober. Um, just happened a couple of days ago. So very excited that you um, came along with me on this journey so that I could share with you some of the things that I have learned in my personal experience. And I continue, I hope to continue to to learn more. And I'm definitely going to have the willingness and the openness uh, God willing (laughs) to continue to be a a forever student in my sobriety. 
If you're not yet following me on social media, please reach out Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Destination Lavender. You can check out my link tree and check out my original music as well on there. And if you want to support my creativity, please hit me up. Become one of my patrons at patreon.com slash Guiana. Until two weeks from now, y'all take care. <laughs>